Okay, we haven't got the raven with us, so that's even better. This is going to be much, much shorter. So, here we go. I didn't say fire in the hole, did I? Doesn't matter. Nope. Okay. Well, at least we've actually got rid of the raven, which is a good one. Yay! Yeah, right. raven, that means short door. <laughs> Preserving our indigenous identity and culture, this is a special... Part five, and this is about the English language. And we have on the program Stats, and say hello, Stats. Hello, Stats. And we have the wonderful, the nimble gazelle, a.k.a. Trevor Nichols. Say hello. Hey, you're not so bad yourself. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, better, it's better than a podcast <laughs> from where Steve was <laughs> staying, and we heard the board on his bed of oh. banging oh gosh no more said about all bad or whatever <laughs> <laughs> right okay as i said preserving our indigenous identity and culture part five the english language and we want to talk about the positive aspects about the english language now how is it under attack and how can we preserve the english language and a quick intro to this is the English language has undergone various transformations throughout history due to cultural, social, and technological shifts. In recent years, however, concerns have emerged about the perceived erosion of English as a result of demographic changes, shifting meanings of words, well, we know about that one, and alterations in literature for the sake of diversity. That's the ones that we don't like. This article that we're going to do tonight, we aim to look, in a very brief way, aim to look at these concerns and explore the broader context surrounding the state of the English language today. Stats, take it away. Yeah, I'm not keen on the way it's shifting, to be honest. We, we've got an amazing language. A bit of a mixture of all kinds of things, isn't it? French, Latin, Germanic languages and stuff. But it, it's a universal language, the language of the internet, high tech. It's, it's given us some of the best poets, hasn't it? Authors and singers. Yeah. You've got to admit, our language is probably the best for all that. And we have words for the meaning, because they have meanings, words, don't they? And we use, that, that's, the, that's the reason for them. And grammar also helps us understand these words and sentences. And I just think changing this for ideological reasons is going down a dangerous path, isn't it, mate? Mm. Yeah, yeah very dangerous. Well, I do like Italian for opera, because yeah. it has great expression. I do like German for German leader in songs. I'm talking about mainly classical songs, uh, you know Schumann and people like that. I do like uh, French for because I just think it's a very lyrical language. A bon mm. vivant. No, it's just still the best though. Bonsoir, mesdames et messieurs. The problem with our language, though, John, is ours can be corrupted. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Right. But it's. Uh, we're talking about mm, diversity and integration. It's true that a small percentage of the UK population may not speak English fluently. What? That's a bit mm. of a, an understatement, isn't it? However, yeah. it's important to approach the issue with nuance. Globalization and immigration have contributed to the linguistic diversity of modern societies. Has it? <laughs> it's Not just, in a good way, no. no. Creating multicultural environments where multiple languages coexist. Because there's quite a lot of French 
No, in the English language, especially in law. Taught. It's about thirty percent, I think. Taught. It was originally called Global Lingua Franca. Uh, you know, so you have you know words like taught, argument, mortgage, which is surrender, debt grip. <laughs> no, no, those are the white flags. <laughs> Except for the French Foreign Legion, they're toughies. They are toughies. We need those over here. Uh, so it's essential for individuals to learn the dominant language of the host country for effective integration. Now that's a problem because there is a, a section of the population that will not learn it. And it, they are mostly from uh, old school Muslims. Go ahead, Mark. You should pinch the words out of my mouth. It's not healthy for community cohesion, is it? Hence yeah. why I think it's probably one of the reasons that their multicultural dreams failed. Mm-hmm. It, you've got to adopt the host culture to keep the country going. Yep. And seeing as we've got the best country, we're not going to say that, then isn't it counterproductive? Now, the problem as well is... Wait a minute. When talk- you say the best country, are you talking about England? Yes, I am. <laughs> well, it's what about Britain? It's not a country, is it? Great England, Britain and Northern Britain. Ireland. Preserving our indigenous identity. I see, he moves away from that one, Trevor. Ethnically English and the English language has come from England, so I'll carry on anyway. But, <laughs> point yeah. made, point made. Get this, though. It's on top of the cost of all this translation, right, here's a, here's a fact for you. People who struggle... Brands. No, we'll get that in a minute. People who struggle to understand our language are more likely to be in poor health, and this comes from ONS data. So wouldn't it be better to get everyone to integrate and use our language than spending millions on letting them speak their own? Mm-hmm. None of this makes any sense. It's costing us money, and it's, and it's making people, well, not as healthy. Yeah, okay. It doesn't make any sense. Again, morons in charge, so what do you expect? Quickly yield to the gazelle, please, sir. Go ahead, Yale. Yeah, exactly. Go on, guys. Now, it won't be long before it all reverses back to Hebrew. <laughs> now, it's going to happen. What are you laughing at? Huh? Now, or maybe Latin. As a plus, as a plus, I hope it happens soon because it costs. And we're going back to cost again there, stats, actually. Mm-hmm. It costs our council a fortune in leaflets. I only, I only went to pick some keys up for a garage. How many languages get, were on there? There was 27 different leaflets in different languages. How much is that costing? So the sooner we all go back to Hebrew, the better. <laughs> Just remind them when they deliver these leaflets that they're actually encouraging and paying for poor health. Okay, yes. let's make sense. Let's go. Evolving meanings and ideological shifts. I'll explain. Because language is such a dynamic system, constantly evolving to reflect changes in society, over time, words and their meanings can shift. And prime examples are gay and pride. Now, gay mm-hmm. used to be used quite often, it was it used by a lot of the greatest poets gay abandon. And when you mentioned pride, you took pride in your work. Now, what do we get? It's LGBTQ plus alphabet crew and mafia all screwed in when they start appropriating these words. And as far as I'm concerned, I I don't think the phenomenon is unique to the English language, but it's an inherent characteristic of language evolution. And I argue that these changes are driven by ideological motivation leading to the modification of the language to suit specific views. 
And as far as I'm concerned, the answer is no. Go ahead, Mark. I would just add the change in the meaning of words to suit ideological morons, but yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> well, it's a cultural Marxist again, isn't it? When we yeah. look at it, woman, it's quite obvious what it means, an adult human female. But, but should should we ignore that language does evolve and change? Depends if it's going to evolve in a, in a positive way then, great. But when you've got someone like the Cambridge Dictionary adding an extra thing, an adult who lives and identifies as a female, though they may have been said to have had a different sex at birth, Sorry, what? Yeah. So you, so this is a dictionary for meanings of words, and you're just going to put some utter tripe that's got no basis in reality. Yeah, fantastic. Oh. Nice one. I've still got all the old dictionaries when I was in school. Yeah. You know what I've noticed, though? I checked a few months ago, and quite a few of them had this meaning, this extra meaning. Now I've only found the one this week, all right, which is okay. very strange. Mm. So maybe it's sorting itself out. Okay. All right. <laughs> I believe that when I see it. But yeah, and you've got other words like gender. I've got the dictionary from 1992, and it means sexes, male and female. Correct. Not anymore. Not anymore. Go on any government website and it says the same. I will yield to the gazelle. I've been watching yes. those congressional hearings with all those sentences. I love the way that they talk when they turn around and they say, I will give way. I will yield to the gentlewoman. They say <laughs> gentlewoman. And, and they say gentleman and gentlewoman. Let the gentlewoman speak. So there's only two sexes in the Senate. Male yeah. and female, and yet exactly. he'll have he'll have the pride flags out everywhere in Washington. Uh, idiot. Go ahead, Gaz. And I just want to clarify: I am the gazelle and not the gazelle et. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> as you just said earlier on, over time meanings can shift and they can evolve. Well, I just want to add to that that these particular meanings have not been. They've not evolved. They've been hijacked. Yes, in certain cases, yeah. yeah. Spot on. They've been hijacked. Yep, I agree. And the sooner we say, no, stop it, and we go back to where we were. Correct. It's nothing to do with age. It's nothing to do with... Stop it. It's getting ridiculous. It's out of hand, and we need to revert it back to Hebrew. But... (laughs) (laughs) But don't you think that we should actually, there should be greater diversity and representation in literature in order for certain things to happen? Or do you think it just should be kept virgin in the way that it was? No, I'm totally, totally for progression. But we're not progressing, are we? We're actually regressing. Okay. It also brings in the way that literature is now being changed. And I'll give way to statutes. Go ahead. That's funny because that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm sorry. I mean, they've been getting rid of people like Larkin and Owen and Keats and Hardy, poets, and swapping them for, well, you guessed it, disabled, black, and LGBT, whatever the hell that means again. Yeah. Um, I think we need to. uh, It's altering history. Dedersify. I've just made up a new word. And while we're on the mean of changing words, I'm going to change uh, left wing in the dictionary. And underneath it's going to say hypocritical, lying cowards. Correct. Anyone can do that, you know what I mean? Uh, don't forget nutters there, and nutters. Well, well, hang on, let me write that one down. Nutters. Yeah. Okay. Insane, that's what it was. All right, yeah, so we've changed that one. Uh, and if, if any of you rule, out there, they? no, we do not respect your views because we think that you're actually destroying the country. But anyway, yeah, your views are dog water. Look, yeah, what dog they're water. doing is they're making children culturally illiterate. Yeah. That's what's happening. And it's our history. Yeah. This is why it's all under attack. And Trevor's right, it's, it's literally being hijacked. 
on about the literature there jonathan is that you know you've got the changing of these children's books as well yeah i mean where did I mean, they come from this is you know, it, this has got to be reversed well they've done it they, 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 some of the big publishers have done it with um roll dow roll dow yeah, yeah. I, I believe definitely's uh, got trigger warnings now hasn't it for the snowflakes yeah now another one of my big gripes is grammar it's literally being mutilated, isn't it? Again, to suit ideological yeah. morons. Yeah. So pronouns, well, people don't use them to describe themselves. Other people use them to describe other people and what they see. What yeah, they but can... what about Trevor yeah. with muchy instead of mushy yeah. bees? Yeah. And yeah, totally, soup totally instead of coop. Yeah, I totally agree with the uh, stats as well, because if anybody upsets my grandma, they're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I'm my granddad. <laughs> like, for instance, you can't call a singular a plural, can you? It's not they. It's he or she. Sorry, but this can't go on because, it, as I said, I think on the other podcast, if if every day someone can identify as something different and words have different meanings on different days, what kind of mess is this? Yeah. We're going to understand what's going on at all from one day to the other. Well, wow. And hang also on, from one on, bubble on, to another. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, you're in. Go ahead. I've just had another flash of light. The virgins just sat on my wall again, right? <laughs> now... I can identify. It's good job you're not a Catholic. You would be excommunicated now. I'm telling you now. now don't go past the Catholic Church or in one because the font will bubble. I'm telling you. Oh, it will bubble, I'll tell you. Yeah, we're back to uh, dancing Chris again there. Now, this, this Virgin Mary has just come down to me and said I can, if I wish, it's my choice. She said to me, she just said to me, and that was only about four minutes ago, I can identify as a bottle of Perona. Why not? Well, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. You can go and sit on the wall with, but I don't think with the moon. Indeed, a, but I don't. Cheetah. I do not think that you've got the actual figure for a bottle of Peroni. <laughs> I think if you identified as a pair. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because I can identify having the figure of a bottle of Peroni. All right, okay. Or Mr. Potato Head. Because <laughs> Mary just, she's actually sat here outside the wall now and she just nodded and she said, just say... We're not the fat. We're not the flab four anymore. Is what I what I was doing now. We are the fat flab three plus one skinny mini. Yeah. <laughs> All right, skinny. Go ahead. I remember you in your introduction. You mentioned technology, didn't you? Yeah. Now I know we're the international language on the internet, but what's happening also now is you've got programs that are allowing people to communicate in their own languages. Yeah. So it might not be the universal language for much longer. Well, if you're... So in, it's under attack again, isn't it? Like the church, like the constitution, yeah. like educate from all different angles. I mean, just things like the little things like this get me. Like the, when people call the word sick. Now, they can mean good and bad. Mm -hmm. So I think it's good for words to have different meanings, but not the meanings that are the opposite. Well, you know, they're, one's they're negative in, and one's positive. It's get, that can get really confusing in the future, especially for young children. Therein lies some of the problems, especially. I mean, technology is coming in now so that you could actually, yeah. you're speaking and it waits for the sentences and AI converts it into the language being received. Now, yeah. but the only problem is, is that without seeing somebody's face, you cannot tell how that is actually being delivered that's why interpreters are very very important having a human there to actually get the message across and interpret the language that is being spoken and then relaying it to the other side go ahead mark it's not always very good those of you who use something like google translate 
Now, what sometimes it does is just translate to your words in English to, I don't know, say, for instance, literally. Spanish. Yeah, literally. But, that, but, but as I know, I've lived in another country and spoken about the language. That's not always how it's said in said language. So you can do this, and the people still don't really know what you're talking so you, about. We'll kind of guess, but, you know. So when you were in Holland, you knew the words, you know, in Dutch, how much? Who fail? Yeah. <laughs> See, he did it straight away. Um, right, so. I mean, I get a bit confused, as, as you do. I struggle with English language. Um, oh, yeah, we struggle to listen to your version of the English language <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, right, lad, no. Look, GPs and. Go on to yeah, milk. I'm a, you know, like you say, muchy peas and coops and soups. But what got me was this sick and sick. Because yeah. I, I, me being of the older generation, when I was sick, I was not well. You mean S-I-C-K instead of sick as in S-I-C. Is it? I think they do that when you spell something wrong, don't they? No. Yes. no, I just thought, yeah, I just thought it's bad. It's an it indication. It's an indication. Because my local MP is sick. That's shallot. She'll say, right, I've just been to see a band and they were sick. Now, yeah, that I mean, means they wouldn't, have been, that. they wouldn't have been there, would they, if they or, were sick? In America, they yeah, they'll so in use... Mind, in America, yeah, so in they'll... Mind, hold on a second. In America, <laughs> they'll use things to describe something as good as saying, that's dope. No, that's dope. And Or it used oh. to be, oh, jeez, that's bad. That is so bad. I don't mind, John, when the word means something different than, like, the opposite, you know, when it means a negative and a positive. It's going to start getting really confusing, especially if well, all the words are doing that on different days of the week. It crept I mean, into the English language because sometimes when people make a mistake here, they turn around and say, oh, that's my bad. No, that's come from America, though, John. We I know, I said it's crept over. That's what oh, sorry, I said. sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. You weren't listening. But, I mean, what are those oh, big no. headphones on your head? <laughs> Have you got ears? Yeah, the big look. If you're sick, you're not well. So how can you be sick if you're mm. good? But anyway, and going back to this language thing that we're going to get Universal taking it away from my suggestion of Hebrew, somebody was telling me just recently that we're all going to be speaking Mandarin soon. Is it Mandarin? And that, that, that for me is an orange. I've never heard an orange speak. No, it's going to be quiet, isn't it? Huh? Yeah, so they said we're all There going is to speak. a guy on YouTube called The Orange, The Annoying Orange. Yeah, I've seen that. That is annoying, isn't it? It is. Is it? I'll check that later. But what's this Mandarin? It's Chinese, apparently. Oh, there's different um, dialects and different parts of China, and they speak different languages. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's loads of dialects. I've seen it on BBC One. <laughs> yeah, they're in Parliament Terminate. as well. <laughs> Make them unhappy. <laughs> hey, you sound like the leader of uh, Reform UK now. Our oh, policy sorry. is to suppress the people. <laughs> we will make them unhappy. Go ahead, Have it. I know we're having a laugh, but at some point we're going to have to look at how we're going to preserve our language. If well, we I was can. about to say, how do you, how yeah. do you preserve it? How do we actually protect it? Um, I mean, in conclusion, we know. Uh, I'm talking about you know, in conclusion of that part, you, we know right, that language is subject to change and adaptation, influenced by societal, cultural, and ideological shifts, but. We disagree with what's going on. So how do we preserve it, Stats? How do we well, keep it? Firstly, to deal with the issue of people not speaking our language, I think we make speaking English a requirement on, on upon entering the country. I think Only that way will you have total cohesion and people are going to come here and, and yep. be part of our culture. Yep. I think it I think, is. Sorry, Matt. I think it is legally, but these people are, are entering illegally, aren't they? 
Yeah. But we don't, we're not helping by letting them all, you know, translate anything for them. Yeah. I think schools, big part to play. More emphasis on spelling and grammar rather than um, all this online stuff and, and ticking multiple choice answers on tests. I'm sorry, but I know yeah. it gives teachers less work, but it's not benefiting the children. Agreed. I think we need to teach the children how our language is, is developed, like we've been saying, and how important it is for us to use correct words with the correct meanings so people understand what the hell's going on. Good um, social intercourse. Yeah, yeah. And I said th- those are, you know, the, in the proper meaning of the word intercourse, yeah. okay, which can and, have dual meanings. But we're talking social well. intercourse, yeah. whereby they learn the meanings of words when yeah. they're actually talking with adults. And Correct. when they say, what does that mean? And then the adult then turns around and says, it's about this. And then the child yeah. will then learn to use that word in the language when they're actually speaking to people. Go ahead. Yeah, I think everyone must now refuse to mother our language and grammar. Uh, to save the feelings of these ideological morons. Yeah, it's, it's got to I think it's, it, Don't encourage them. I mean, I'm, I can hear people using the word cis and that they're, they're using the language of the left and they're already going to win because they're good at this. Yeah. Um, and as I said before, I'm going to make a new word up, de-diversify, diversity. <laughs> diversify. Yeah, get rid of diversity <laughs> officers all full I'm, stop. I'm not, I'm not very good at making these words up, but yeah, I'd say just go back to how the curriculum used to be and re- reinstate the the English poets and the authors and so, our history. So, so you, your first point is to promote the language education. Yep. Definitely, yeah. Okay. The next point that you're making is to cultivate reading and writing skills. Yeah. All right. Okay. I get that. And you are actually coming across to me as saying that you want to emphasize the language standards. Correct. Okay. Well, and I'm- then finally, again, we discuss this all the time. It'll continue as long as we've got weak leadership. Yeah, yeah. That's the root of all evils in this country, isn't it? It is. Somebody that's Sadly. not willing to stand up and be mm. counted. And we do agree that there should be language immersion, meaning the people who are coming into the country legally should actually learn the language and they should be made to learn the language. Yeah, and then the ones who are found illegally need to be removed. Correct. And get rid of them. Yeah. And so for that, we need a change of government and voting system. Exactly. Yeah. Weak leadership again, isn't it? You see? Well, we don't agree with your policy of bringing Hebrew back. You know, we're going to let that one go. <laughs> that isn't going to happen. I mean, even I'd be sitting back, you know. <laughs> the, only, the only couple of words that I would say is, uh, you know, if we were going to use Latin as the base language is tempus fugit, which means time flies. So what I want to say to you is, is that we need to embrace technology. But technology isn't going to be the answer. We need to encourage the language use in public spaces and promote the use of English. We need to foster cultural exchange, encouraging cultural exchange programs, international collaborations. Because the more people that do come over here, we force them to learn English. Because you know that universities actually do put on English lessons for Chinese students. They do, they do it. You know, we've seen it. Okay. I put a few people off coming as well, you know. Well, that would be even better in those yes, certain cases. Mm. So it's an ongoing process. We all are in favour of preserving the English language yeah. as we know it, as it was, but we also have to nuance that with certain things that we have to realise about what's going on in society now. And I think... If I, that, sorry. Go on. If I may just add an observation when it was over in greece it's still very very popular 
they have I I saw in Roads Alone three just caught my eye three facilities that were teaching English. Yep. That, that surprised me. And also, when I was out and about on all my travels, I had I could have I don't know a Swedish person, a Norwegian person talking to a Greek person, and they all used their common language, which is English, to communicate. I found it fascinating. You'll have you know a Swedish person talking to a Greek person who couldn't speak either other's languages. But they all communicated in English. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, I have to say, and I did say to him actually, he had all right, and they couldn't understand me. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, from Wigan. You're all right, bird. Do you want one of them? Um... I know John Brady. A Wigan kebab, ke- <laughs> three meat pies. And she went. Don't know what you're on about. And they all started speaking in foreign languages. Wigan Pie. Oh, that's yeah, great. Never, never mind translators for foreign languages. I think we need one for all our own dialects, don't we? All <laughs> <laughs> for the Geordies. Especially Glaswegians. Glaswegians. Two pounds of lager and a pack of cheese and crisps. I'll tell you what, 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 I know we're missing the raven. We really are tonight. No, we're not. No, we're not. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I'll take that back, right. But it's funny how we can always speak cheap. I'm amazed at that. (laughs) (laughs) Quite right, quite right. Well, I have to say, stats, man, you were bad. Gazelle, you were dope, okay? I'll tell you You what. You were sick, bro. You were sick. (laughs) Me, I was sick. Yeah. When I said society was sick, I've confused everyone now, haven't I? Okay, society's a little poorly sick. Indeed, indeed. Mm. Well, I think that's a, a wonderful podcast going through those different things very, very quickly. And I'm sorry, Raven. I'm sorry you were a robot. I'm not sorry you're in Wales. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Do you think we're being too hard on him? <laughs> no. 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 I don't think so. <laughs> say goodnight, stats. I'll say goodbye and farewell. See you all soon. All right. Okay. Say good night, Gazelle. Good night, everybody. And thank you so much for listening, as always. And we really, really, really do appreciate. Okay. Yes, now, please. can you do that thank in you. Hebrew? Hey, <laughs> Gazelle. Hey, Support. And in, <laughs> Internet. And in the words of Peter Griffith, <laughs> who is now who is now an Uber driver. Maybe we're safe because our language is popping up in foreign languages when they're talking about stuff and they're just going, blah, 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 internet. <laughs> so maybe we're wrong here. That's what, that's what it's like with those women in nesting. You know? No, if I if, if I was if, if I was a tourist, I'd be going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, take pick. <laughs> that's what they do. They say those things and then they add a little bit of English onto it. Have you ever noticed with some of those foreign programs, they'll say things and then all of a sudden an English word will pop out and you go, eh? Yeah. Don't they have that? foreign words for like Google and internet and stuff like that now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do that in Wales as well. I was watching a German video once and that. Oh, no, no, I'm not. No, <laughs> no more detail. Thank you. 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 Thank you.